So how many acupuncture visits do I actually need? And how often do I need to come in for acupuncture? You're listening to Road to Wellness, a podcast meant to help you be healthier, happier, and pain-free. Hi, I'm Amy Trong, your host, and here you'll be learning ways to connect with others and to yourself so you can live a more fulfilled life. You will gain knowledge of acupuncture and other modalities in healthcare to help you take better care of yourself and your loved ones, a platform for you to ask questions as well as get answers. Your growth and your personal journey on the road to wellness begins now. These questions by far are the most common questions that we get in our practice and everywhere and anywhere that you go. I mean, it's a, there are valid questions, right? Like how many visits should I be getting right now if I have back pain? Well, the answer is really depending on you. And I've been talking about this over and over again, how it's so important for you to establish that relationship with your healthcare provider, your acupuncturist, to really assess to see what your prognosis is going to be. The best time to discuss your treatment plan is during your consultation and also during probably after your first or your second visit to really hone in on what is the treatment plan? What are we expecting to see here? What are we doing? And it'll be nice to kind of know why, right? So let me break it down for you. And if you're coming into my practice right now for low back pain, you're a super active person, you've been riding your bike for say 50 miles, probably once a week and daily riding for four to 10 miles, what have you, and you're in your 30s to 50s, then I would say your back pain might have something to do with maybe the way that you're positioning and sitting while you are riding your bike. Or it could also be because of something else too, like you're moving a lot or you're sitting at home with poor ergonomic while you're working from home or it could be because your car seat is too low and you're in a sports car. There are so many different factors that could be attributing to the back pain. And I mean, I can sit here and list it all for you, but it will be pretty much a really long time. We can go over it the whole entire day. Point being, it depends on what it is that's causing that pain. So if the pain is pretty much just a musculoskeletal issue, for example, like you're super tight and stuff like that. The first thing that I always recommend patients is to roll it out, stretch it out, ice it, especially if you did some sort of sports or some sort of accidental trauma to it, then ice it right away just to bring down the inflammation. But only ice it for the first probably day or so and put the ice on for about 20 minutes, take it off for 10 on and off like that for probably about an hour and see whether or not that helps. During that time is when you could ice it, but then afterwards you kind of want to help promote the circulation. So then that's when the, the stretching and the foam rolling and putting heat might be a good idea. Of course, if the pain starts to get excruciating and it's like really, really bad to the point where you can't move, you're getting pins and needles, you're getting sharp shooting pain constantly, then maybe you probably want to go into urgent care just to see if there's any slip discs or anything that's broken or anything that needs emergency care. But otherwise, for the most part, rest is your best friend, especially when it's just muscular strain or sprain. 
And one of the things that I notice a lot with patients who come in to the treatment, um, to get treatments for low back pain, is that there's an expectation that it should be done immediately. And we've talked about this many, many times, that it's not always 100% cured after the first visit. For most people, if it's an acute problem, then I would be very confident to say that you probably only need one or two treatments. But for the most part, if it's a long-term chronic condition and if you're a long-term active person who does a lot of cycling or some sort of sports that could be aggravating your back and you want to continue that sort of lifestyle, then you might want to accept the fact that maybe adding acupuncture or any other modality into your regimen of routine health maintenance because, mainly because the reason why you're experiencing this problem is because of your daily activity lifestyle. So having that kind of mindset actually would be very helpful because then now you are being open to hearing what your provider has to say. You're open to understanding that, hey, this might be a lifestyle issue. So it is a chronic issue that I have to keep maintaining. With that mindset, you know that your treatment plan is probably going to be something that's more of a maintenance, more long term. But if you're coming into an acupuncture practice hoping to get relief within the first couple of treatments, that could be possible too, especially if the pain or the issue that you have is very acute. For some conditions as well, even if it's chronic, you might be able to see a significant difference. For example, I have patients who come in for frozen shoulder. And after the third visit, they're pretty much having full range of motion, which is quite amazing to them because all this time, all these months and years, they didn't think that they'd ever regained that range of motion. And by being able to see a difference, that's amazing to them. But this is all kind of like a testimonial and a case study that I'm discussing here. So you definitely want to go in there with that hope and that also understanding that it is very much possible because people have done it and it has happened many, many times, not just once in a blue moon or anything like that. But going back to the treatment plan, something that you could also do for yourself is actually keeping track on that treatment planning yourself. And how do you do that? Well, simply write it down. And when it comes to pain, one of the things that I always like to tell my patients to do is indicate how do, how do you feel when you first wake up in the morning? How do you feel in the middle of the day after doing just daily activity? How do you feel at night? And then see whether or not your range of motion is affected, finding something that makes it worse, and then seeing whether or not doing that same motion as you progress through your treatments, whether or not it changes, like whether or not you feel a difference. So those are just some very simple little checkpoints that you could do for yourself. And I think that has been very helpful both for me to see whether or not the treatments that I've been doing for the patients is working. And it's also very nice for the patients to be able to see their own progress too. Because I can share that, I mean, when I hurt myself, right? Like when you hurt yourself, don't you want to be able to know whether or not you're able to go back to the way you were when you were, you know, climbing all the time or when you're lifting all the time or when you're running all the time and you still feel great? Well, I definitely want to get back to that point. But there's also another factor in that, which I don't really want to burst your bubble, but I kind of have to, is that it also depends on whether or not you have severely hurt yourself through an injury. 
that really impedes with your overall functionality. So an ex so some people who have had um, a full reconstruction of their Achilles, for example, their range of motion may not be fully regained or they might even have a lot of strain and discomfort in that area long term. And they come in for the acupuncture, the treatments and stuff like that. And it definitely helps them with the range of motion a little bit, but not to that 100%. And, you know, it's, it's hard where you got to come in with that mindset of if you're getting some improvement and that's good enough for you, then good. That's pretty much the expectation that you set for yourself. And if you get it, then you're definitely going to feel fantastic. But if you're coming in with that expectation to going back to as if you never had the surgery on your ankle, then it might be a little bit more of a challenge. So long story short, essentially come in with an open mind, hoping to get some sort of an improvement, especially if the improvement is realistic. So again, this kind of kind of goes hand in hand with like developing smart goals and stuff like that. Something that's specific, measurable, attainable. It's something that you could really set a time on and all that good stuff. So hopefully this helps you in understanding what treatment planning is and how you could utilize the treatment planning at home for yourself and something that you could utilize to discuss with your healthcare provider if he or she has not provided you with an actual treatment plan, indicating the frequency, how often, and the ch specific checkpoints and stuff like that. I think this will definitely help both you and your healthcare provider grow. So thanks again for joining in. My name is Amy, your host here on Road to Wellness, the podcast. If you guys like this episode and the show, please don't hesitate to give us five stars and also to refer to your friends and family. Take care of yourself. Be well, and we'll talk to each other again soon.